He's the only coach that came to his interview riding a bicycle. Yes, sir! <laughs> the opportunity that the kids have to play in such a historic rivalry. You've ran a different defense every single week. He needs you to pick one. Okay, it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so, large device or small. John here, Hannah there. And this week is going to be kind of fun because we, we took a bit of a different tack toward uh, our two guests this week. Well, last week we had on two friends, yes. which we did not know. Yeah. So in sticking with theme, now we have on two coaches mm-hmm. in a big rivalry matchup across the field this Friday who were also friends. Yep. So it's going to be a really good podcast. And one of them is going up against his alma mater. It's Baker Woodward, the head coach of Savannah Christian, and he's going up against his alma mater, Calvary Day. Mark Stroud, also the guest on the show. Both teams undefeated at the top of Region 3 AAA. And we kind of get to, to pull the curtain back on this rivalry a little bit and what it means to Savannah and, and the stars that are attached and things like that. But before we get into that and everything that happened last week, we have a new friend. Yes, we do. We have a some, new friend. Some sort of panther. Yes, and it is from Jason McEachin and our friends at Portal. Very cool helmet. So, so it's a white helmet. Right, there we go. Navy stripe down the top. Yeah. And a navy panther on the side. So there you go. Jason sent this. Cool. And so Jason McEachin Look at, at Portal. Look at the inside of it. Yeah. It's like... Right. That looks like an off. Like well, teal all, the pad- blue. all the padding. I know, that's but it's still it. like it's normally just. This black. looks like an offensive lineman helmet. I mean, it it's really does. Pretty it's scratched it's up. Cute, but so I mean, there's been some pretty paint. Pretty banged up. But no, but that's good stuff. And and thanks to Jason at Portal, and this will be uh, added to the set. Very very cool there. So once again, if you want to show yourself off to the rest of the state, send us a helmet so we can have new friends. We like new friends. And so uh, you want to reach out to us on social media. I'm at OSG Nelson, GPB, at GPB Sports, GPB Sports at GPB.org. She's uh, what, Hannah Seagooden. Hannah Seagooden. Hannah Seagooden on the Twitters. You can reach out to either of us at email, uh, Jane Nelson or HGooden at GPB.org, and let us share your share your helmet with the rest of the state. We like new friends, and we got our new friend here at Portal. So, oh, cool. uh, How'd what, you get this one? Because I asked Jason. I, I, I asked Jason McEachin, I said, do you guys have uh, you guys have a helmet that no longer meets spec that is just kind of hanging around in the field house? And he goes, yeah, I got one. And I'll, cool. put, I'll put some new stripes on it, and I'll send it to you. And so Jason said he worked on this one really hard and uh, sent it to us, and here we go. So Portal is now added to the stacks. Yeah, I also, uh, when I think of Portal, I think of their flag football team, and we've got that coming up in Excellent October. Excellent plug. Yeah. Nice cross-promotion yeah. there. Yeah, we will be showing Portal Flag Football this October, mm-hmm. so that'll be a lot of fun. All right, well, happy week five. Happy week five. Everybody. Or week six. Week five, according well, to GHSA. Yeah, but we have teams that are 4-0, and mm-hmm. we have a team in Marist who's already played five games, so how can wow. it be week five if they've already played five games? I don't know. You're Cal- going to have to ask Calhoun's, the GHSA. Calhoun's played five games and so wow. because it starts with zero. Zero, so this is technically week six. Because Marist has played every single week, Calhoun has played every single week, and they've they've played five games so far. So the 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 numbering starts with zero zero one two three four five. So it's like week six, even though it's week five, it's the week six of competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look back at next week's last week. So let's game. take a look. Let's take a look back at next week. John, you've got me. I'm just I can't figure it out. I'm rattled. Yeah. Well, I don't know what week it is. Well, no, but there are, there are reasons that you're rattled. Okay. 
Because I did not sleep last night. Correct. Because my children are teething and kept me up all night. Yes. So I'm just hanging on by a thread today, guys. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we are going to recap last week. It was Lowndes versus East Coweta mm-hmm. Garland Shoemake Stadium. The Indians beat the 16-point favorite Vikings 49-34 for its first win in six all-time meetings, three of which came in the playoffs, John. Yep, and when you've got a pitch-and-catch combo that's responsible for six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. And some of those catches were pretty sick, by the way. Yeah. And so uh, six touchdowns with a pitch-and-catch combo, and it wasn't all one way because the wide receiver ended up throwing a, a touchdown pass to the quarterback, too. Unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, Sophomore quarterback Christian Langford mm-hmm. and his favorite target, senior wide receiver Brady Tillman, they were unstoppable. That was, yeah, and uh, Lowndes, uh, I think the margin, first and foremost, the fact that the Lowndes was upset, and then the margin, I think, surprised a lot of folks this past week were, uh, a lot of teams that were favorites did get the wins. A lot of big numbers were put up on the board. And I think that uh, our game with East Coweta putting up the, the number that they did, I think stunned an entire state that uh, they were able to do that against a, a Lowndes defense that has been pretty stout so far this season. Absolutely. Well, let's take a look, quick look around the rest of the state. And my theme was Battle of Unbeaten. Yes. So all of these teams were amount about that were about to <laughs> That, that we're about to talk about, yes. John, just just help me out on I, this podcast. Yeah, just go with it, okay? I'm going with it. That's so why I'm having so much fun here. Teams were three and zero heading uh-huh. into last week. Yes. Okay, let's start with Cedar Grove, Mill Creek, yep. playing for the first time ever, which I did not know. But once again, Cedar Grove will play anybody. I, I know, but I just thought they. I assumed they had played each other before. Wiped them out. 52 to 36. Yeah, and this one was tight. It was uh, 28-14 at one point, and then Broke away. Uh, Then Mill Creek put the pedal down, and it was 52-29 late fourth quarter, and then you had another touchdown late. So big win for Mill Creek, Cedar Grove. And for Cedar Grove, by the way, Cedar Grove next week, or really this week, since mm-hmm. we're talking nexts and this is Cedar Grove, they go to Colquitt County. Once again, they're they're ready to play anybody, anyplace, anytime. And so, yeah, let's go to Moultrie, and that's what they're going to do. And and they're going to be hungry for some revenge after that. That's going to be a great game to keep an eye on on Friday. We'll put that on our scoreboard. There you go. Let me make a note. Let me make a note. So she's going to make a note. What other games are on your board in the Battles of Unbeatens? It was also the first meeting for Stars Mill in LaGrange. This one went to OT. Panthers pulled it out by one, 25-4-24. Yep, uh, went for two, didn't get it. And so that was why, how you end up with the margin that you did. Great game there. And uh, LaGrange, I'm sure, is going to be hovering around number 10 when it comes to your polls this week uh, when it comes to uh, Georgia high school football. But a big signature win early on for Stars Mill having to go to free football to do it. Then two-time state champ Buford faced off with the Class 3A runner-up Carver Atlanta. The Panthers were leading at halftime. 16-15, yeah. Couldn't hang on to it, though. Couldn't maintain that stamina. Buford wins it 44-16. 22 points scored by Buford in the third quarter. Carver did not score any. Justice Haynes, 216 all-purpose yards. Three touchdowns of 50-plus. So a a big offensive effort for Justice Haynes, and that's what a lot of folks are looking at. When uh, with Justice Haynes in the next level. Over at Tiger Stadium, Elbert County defeated Washington Wilkes 32-20 and Troop handed Whitewater its first loss of the season 43-33. We had Tiger side coach Tanner Glisson. He was our first guest on the postgame show. Teo Todd is a cheat yeah. code. Yeah. I feel like we should have that as a drop. Troop County's Teo Todd was a human cheat code. So a couple of bonus games as always. Let me give our stream game score. Sandy Creek Beat Collinsell 33-17. Mm-hmm. Prince Avenue beat it. 
defeated. Beat? The, I'm going to go with beat. Beat slash defeated. I'm going with beated. Beated yeah, Elka 30 to 15. Wasn't that and close. Our, and our, and our fun post game, mm-hmm. bonus game. Yeah. Osborne goes 4 and 0, oh, 70 to 8 uh-huh. against Clarkston. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. 70? Yeah. But I think that once again this speaks Osborne. to what we're, but what we're speaking yes. yeah, but we're speaking speaking more about Osborne and what they've been able to do getting a, another win where 3 or 4 in a season is a banner year for Osborne and this year they've got four out of the block so it's a great stuff that we're seeing out of the Cardinals there in Cobb County. Wow. Uh-huh. You want to start I'm an Osborne fan. Hey, I live in Smyrna. Yeah, you do. So. A Lassiter, Lassiter grad and an Osborne fan. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk to our first guest? Let's just get to it, John. First guest. It's the Savannah Christian half of the equation with Savannah Christian and Calvary Day. Hey, Coach Woodward. So you are an excellent head coach, but maybe an even better fisherman and outdoorsman. We've got to get right to your adventure YouTube page, and we want to play a clip for you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's a big fish. It's, it's a big fish. It's a bass. It's a big one. Oh, he's coming unhooked. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, we thought we had to start the podcast off this way. <laughs> what, what yeah, is it about this thing? Y'all are supposed to, to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your fishing activities. Well, yeah, no, it's just, uh, you know, obviously in all season, um, I have two boys, and uh, you know, he, my, my son Ford, he's 10 now. He loves to go fishing. I've grown up going fishing with my buddies from, from high school, and uh, you know, I just started a YouTube channel mainly to, to kind of document um, things for my family. Like, when we go camping or we go on vacation down to St. Augustine, we put it up on YouTube to save some space on memory cards and stuff. But ah, then it started okay. from like a little. Uh, little outdoor channel and now i'm in a little competition with my buddy uh, to see who can get the most subscribers and I, I believe he's actually winning right now during football season i don't put out much content so uh he's probably got me right now so okay so uh, what's the biggest fish you've ever caught um the biggest fish i mean i guess size wise would probably just be uh, like a you know just a laughing sharp nosed shark um, but the biggest bass, I mean, I'm a big bass fisherman. The biggest bass I'll probably is only about a seven and a half pound, eight pound, maybe. Only. Well, you say you're in competition. Tell everyone your YouTube page here so that they can go subscribe and we can we can get you some numbers. We can help you out during football season. I, I'm actually drawing a blank right now, but I think it's just Coach Woodward is the is the YouTube channel. Okay, so Han- Hannah's gonna. Hannah's it is. Gonna... It is. It is Coach Woodward okay. on YouTube. Okay. So everybody go subscribe. Oh, right. So that way we'll help you out with getting subscribers during football season when 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 you're focusing on football and not on on fishing and outdoorsy kind of stuff. All right. So now that we got the fun part out of the way, let's talk about the <laughs> let's talk about your season so far. And I mean, right now this game that's coming up this weekend is a battle of unbeaten's in, in Savannah with you and Calvary Day and. When you look at where your team is right now, how would you grade how you are right now at this part of the season heading into this game against Calvary Day? Yeah, well, I think we're right where we want to be. Um, I, I don't think we got here um, the, the most normal way, considering our, our first three games were all um, affected by weather. Yeah, you know, as you know, going into Game Four, I was hoping to have at least played 
you know, 12 quarters with our, with our starters. Um, but unfortunately that just wasn't what was in store. I mean, we went into Friday night against country day uh, with our starters only playing, including the scrimmage eight quarters. So they've only played a half all year long, uh, whether we've, you know, kind of blown out teams or we had to stop the game at the halftime because of the weather. Um, and, you know, so that was scary to me. And, you know, I'm looking at country day and I'm looking at all their film and they've played, you know, three games, and they're all four-quarter games. Mm-hmm. And so I was worried um, just, you know, from uh, being in shape, you know, are we in shape to go four quarters with somebody? And it proved, you know, Friday night that we did make it four quarters, but there were several of our guys that uh, had to sit out for a little while um, being cramps or, you know, just a little bit of nagging injury. So, But we did finish the game, and we finished strong. And, you know, if you tell me if we were 4-0, um, if I'd take that before the start of the season, I definitely would. It's the first time. We've been 4-0 since I've been here, and it's, I think it's the first time we've been 4-0 since 2014. So it's a really a great start for the Raiders. So when you go into this particular game, there, there's a couple of different layers to it. With your, you know, your history with Calvary Day, being an alum, and going up against your old school, what's it like for you staring across the sideline Add a bunch of familiar colors, and uh, you know, and a coach like Mark, who has been there for 15 years, uh, and coached save for the one year when Coach Tomberlin was there. What's it like going up against your alma mater? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 different. Um, you know, of course, like when I played, when I played there, it was called MC Anderson Field, uh, and now it's called the Specialty Sports Complex. And I didn't know that you could change the name of a field, but apparently you can. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you know, and so it's different. Um, you know, the school has changed uh, quite a bit. You know, I was there. Uh, you know, my mom dropped me off at, at uh, nursery when I was just a baby. And then, you know, I graduated in, I think, 2000 and um, ended up working there and worked under some uh, a great head coach named Danny Britt. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, took me to um, – took me with him to Benedictine and was at Benedictine for a long time. But I think the main thing about the uh, the game Friday night is just the opportunity that the kids have to play in such a historic rivalry. I mean, you know, rivalries are kind of, you know, there's not many rivalries in Savannah. I mean, there's old time rivalries like, you know, uh, BC Savannah High. And, you know, that's done. That's not involved anymore. There's, a, there's, a, there's rivalries out. Um, on the west side with Effingham, South Effingham. But, you know, <clears throat> the Savannah Christian Calvary game is uh, one of the biggest rivalries in the state. And what makes it even more interesting is, you know, we're both undefeated. Uh, Mark Stroud does a great job, and uh, he's got a really good um, team with, uh, you know, apparently over 80 players, which is just kind of unheard of um, for a, a single A. Well, now we're, I guess we're triple A, right? right yeah. But, uh, for a, a school with only, you know, we're, we have 420 students, and I think they have a little bit less than us. And, you know, they've almost got double the players that we've got. And so, um, but, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is it's just it's just such a great experience for the kids. And, you know, when I played in that rivalry, um, I remember I was just a freshman, and I got in the game late because we were – we were winning, and you know, I think I, I think I committed a couple penalties. So it wasn't, <laughs> the, greatest, <laughs> it wasn't the greatest experience, but uh, it was really cool to grow up playing in, in rivalry games between two private schools, and it's you know, it's even better now uh, coaching in it because it's a great atmosphere. I mean, um, you know, the game Friday night, uh, you know, the Savannah Christian side will be 
just packed. Um, there'll be people on the track. There'll be people everywhere. And uh, so it's just going to be a great experience for our guys. But, you know, I think I think at first when I got to Savannah Christian, it was a little weird. But now it's just like, hey, you know, I'm a Raider, man. When I, when I, when I could choose, I chose Savannah Christian. So, uh, you know, that's, that's just how it is now, you know. We're going to have Coach Stroud on coming up next, right after talking to you. What would you like to say to him or ask him about Friday night's game? <laughs> I know what he'd like to ask, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if Mark will agree to it. I, I know, I know that, uh, that, Baker, you would ask him not to start his quarterback. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not a, you know, my, my defensive coordinator, Robert Walsh, he, does a great job and our defense man uh, <laughs> he's got a plan incredible. john yeah they're incredible our defense does so well david Busey and elijah griffin just kind of lead our defense and i wouldn't really ask him about the quarterback what i would say is hey you know mark are you going to pick a defense i mean you guys have been <laughs> in uh, a defense a different defense every week you know uh, can you just tell me what defense you're going to be in <laughs> <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, we, we run the same defense, and, and you know, apparently Calvary does not. And so um, I would just like to know. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with Mark. We will, we will ask I, him. We will we'll ask, ask him. him. On, on your behalf, we will ask <laughs> that question. Yeah. No, him and I are good friends. I think what he does is great. Um, he's not only uh, a really good football coach, but he's an even better man, and uh, he teaches those kids how to be – Good young man, and um, you know that's that's a he's just a great coach and a great guy. We've become friends through the years, um, even before I got uh, got to Savannah Christian. So, well, thanks for hanging out with us. Sounds like such a fun game. Yeah, I wish and, we could be there. Well, I know. And so when we'll be keeping an eye on this game, and we wanted to catch up with both of you because we know what this game means to the city of Savannah and rivalries there on the coast. And thanks for giving us the perspective from your sideline as we get ready for this game on Friday night. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast and uh, also pulling back the curtain on your on your adventures in the offseason. Thanks for doing a lot of that yeah, stuff with us. Hey, absolutely. I, I can't wait. You know, hopefully we have the best year I've ever had here at Savannah Christian this year and then and then I'll start taking my kids fishing and hunting. So And then catch we'll the biggest fish you've ever caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all having us and uh, we look forward to Friday night. Thanks, Coach. One coach down, one to go, and now it's time to catch up with the head coach of the Calvary Day Cavaliers. Here's our talk with Mark Stroud. Hey, Coach Stroud. Okay, thanks for joining us. We just got off the phone with Coach Woodward, and he's got a question for you. He wants to know what defense you're running this Friday because he says you've ran a different defense every single week, and he can't figure it out, and he needs you to pick one. So... Okay, it's that one. <laughs> okay, that one. Got it. <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> so, so in the interest of equal time, uh, you have a question that you wanted uh, to have uh, asked of, of him. Is this true? Yeah, Jess, are they going to run counter Friday mm. night? <laughs> okay. Mm. All right, so it's pick a defense versus are they going to run counter? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when both when when both of these fan bases and coaching and coaching uh, staffs listen to the show, then we'll ha- then they'll have the answers of the questions asked of each other. Yeah, hundred percent. So let me ask you this, and we got into it with uh, with coach off the top. For those who've never seen this rivalry, 
around the state of Georgia. And this was one of the reasons that we wanted to, to focus on this game this week. For someone who has never seen Calvary Day in Savannah Christian, how would you break this rivalry down? Well, for, I mean, for a lot of our, both of our fan base that starts, you know, when our kids are uh, really before the fifth grade, but certainly by the time they're in the fifth grade, we have fifth and sixth grade football. We both compete against each other there. Um, you know, they go through seventh and eighth grade football, JV football, and, and really and truly probably even before that, we have a we have a lot of our kids play in a certain organization, a lot of their kids play in an organization, so they're competing against each other for a long period of time. And so the fan bases themselves, you know, have this, you know, this uh, the thing rivalries does to fan bases, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have that thing going on, and it's uh, it's 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 on fire. So it's uh, it's a, you know it's a phenomenal rivalry. It, it's you know it's close proximity. Uh, everyone kind everyone knows each other. Uh, it's bragging rights for you know a whole year. I mean you know every Wednesday game is going to hear it for an entire year at every other sporting event. So it's you know it's a big deal uh, for uh, both schools. I mean both schools have been successful and through the years, and you know it's just always a measuring stick, and and you just never know what's going to happen in the game either. I mean um, one team could could actually be better in the long run than the other team, but it has really very little bearing on the game. Tons of uh, excitement. Uh, everybody typically brings their best game to the game. Fans are, are, are wide open. They're excited. They're bringing their best to the game. So it's just, you know, it's everything you expect a rivalry to be with all the ingrained uh, things that have gone on just by these kids, a lot of the core kids knowing each other for a very long time. Despite it being a big rivalry, Baker said you guys are friends. Do you do you pass notes? What's that relationship like? <laughs> do you pass notes? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Baker. I think he's a really good guy. I think he's a really good coach. He's done a very good job at, at Savannah Christian. Uh, you know, they're doing exactly what they need to do there on both sides of the ball. And, you know, he's, I have a ton of respect for him as a coach, and, uh, and I respect him as a person as well. I like him a lot. He's a good dude. Do you remember your first round with this rivalry? I know you've been the head coach, save for one year. I want to say for the last 15, 16 years when, when Coach T came yeah. in for that one year. Rick Tomberlin, do you remember your first version of Calvary Day in Savannah Christian? Well, you know, I, 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 you probably remember I came out of a very similar rivalry, uh, maybe even you know, Tombs more, and Vidalia, more, yeah, more more hated. Uh, so yeah, I was I was very accustomed to that kind of rival game where you know everything just kind of gets. It's it's like you know times two everything all week long. I mean everything is times two, so you have to just kind of keep a lid on everything. You feel like somebody's going to do something foolish and outside of your control. Um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, having having left that rivalry and coming right into this rivalry, um, you know, we we played. Donald was Donald Chumley was the head coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming into the rival game, we played the very first game in a pouring downpour <laughs> uh, here, and you know, we were just trying to get things going here. He kind of got established there, and I think the game was ended up being like fourteen. Eight, and and I think we went four and six that year, and they had a really good year that year. Um, so that, that's a testament right there, right? I mean, that's kind of how the how the, how the game can go. Uh, we had a, you know, we it was my first year here. We were trying to get things on track. We had about thirty two kids on the team, mm. and they had already established themselves as, you know, they were they were already. I think it was maybe Donald's second or third year, maybe something like that. And um, 
somewhere in there maybe. And um, he uh, he he's already gotten it going. So that was you know it was, it was a great football game. That was the first one, and I think it it was the 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 next year was a you know a pretty good game. And the following year we beat them for the first time, which was a which I think is the year they played in the dome, and we beat them eight to six. And a game at their place, and we think we went eight and three that year. We, we finally were turning the corner a little bit here and getting things going here. So we went eight and three. We got bounced in the first round of the playoffs in a close game with Miller County. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they went to Dome that that year. That would have been, I guess, in uh, 2010, maybe. Yeah. So um, that was you know. So you don't ever know what's going to happen in the game, right? I mean we we've gotten beat we've gotten beat over there one time. We had, I thought we had a little bit better team than they had. Um, on the last play of the game, basically. I mean, they beat us on a, a quick screen out to a guy that went to Minnesota to play for them. And with the game, like it was in the bag for us, and crazy things happened at the end. So, you know, it's great. I mean, it's great. You know, I mean, you know, I woke up, you know, this this, uh, this morning feeling great because, I mean, you know, you look forward to games like this where kids are going to be super excited about preparation. Coach, everyone's excited. You know, um you know, we we've said from the from the get go, we don't want to, we don't want this to be an experience where everybody's tightened up and everybody's worried to death and those kind of things. We just need to enjoy the journey and have a great time preparing and a great time getting ready for you know, hopefully a great football game. Well, this one could be one for the memory books too. Home game, you're both undefeated. Yep. You're three and zero, one and zero in region play, ranked. Let's break down your season a little bit so far leading up to this one. You just began region play, got a 48-27 to win over Liberty County. That's a great way to start it. Offensively, your quarterback, Jake Merklinger, was 8 of 12 passing for 155 yards and two touchdowns. You have Edward Coleman, four catches for 126 yards in that one. So offensively, it seems like things are working pretty well so far this season, Coach. It's been a very weird year, <laughs> but I totally agree with that. I mean, we, we played our first game, and we were able to get out of the blocks well, and so we, had, we had a running clock the first game. We got, you know, we didn't really play a complete game that game. Then the next game against Eagles Landing, uh, you know, middle of the court, middle of the third quarter, we got lightning out. Score it, lightning, game over. <laughs> that's it, and it was really wild. And you know, it was just we waited for a long time. They find their, their their administration finally made a decision for them to, to get out of here. So we played that game. Then we lost. You know, we didn't play the Frederica game. Mm-hmm. It was really bad weather, and we just could not get it rescheduled correctly. So it didn't work out for us. There, so we, you know, going into the um, the game with uh, Liberty, I told somebody this morning, running early this morning, I said, you know, I felt like they were asking me, yeah, I felt like Rod Sterling was standing in the, in the corner down there somewhere from, uh, uh, you know, the the old the old show, and, and all kind of bad things were happening in the first 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 half for us, <laughs> the twilight zone, you know, where yeah. it hit us, and, uh, everything was going crazy, at four turnovers. And the wheels looked like they were going to come off. You know, we we went to that game and, and we're down at 19, I think, to 14 at half. Yep. And uh, we came out and kind of exploded in the second half and got ourselves, which was a great testament to our kids. Yes. They really, you know, they really just, every and coaching staff too, everybody just was very calm, like, let's just get ourselves together here and fix this thing. And uh, so, yeah, I know that's a long answer, but, um, you know, we haven't had a lot of offensive opportunities. Um, but the offense has played really well. Uh, Russell Demasi is the first-year offense coordinator for us, and uh, he's coming from you know being an interim at Savannah State. Right. He's OC at Savannah State. He's done a really good job. We have a really good offensive staff. Um, 
you know, we, our defense staff is doing really well. Justin Fields is our defense coordinator. And um, we have a lot of good guys around. You know, Coach Chumley is over here with us from Savannah Christian as one of our defensive guys. And, and you know, those guys, you know, uh, wouldn't, you know, Coach Fields wouldn't want to be called the defense coordinator because it's very much a collaboration on defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, so we have a good group there. So, uh, you know, again, offensively it's been good, but we've been really excited by our staff. So then last question for you, and thanks for hanging out this week to kind of break this rivalry down. How would you grade, and I know that you're probably more naturally a tougher grader than than most folks when it comes to your teams. If you were to grade where you are right now on offense, defense, and special teams, you can go 1 to 10, you can go A through F, you know, 1 to 100. How would you grade your three phases right now coming into this rivalry game? Well, I think, you know, really as a, we see, you know, it's just spots. You know, I think we're probably, you know, offensively we're, I think we're six or seven in there somewhere. Uh, I think maybe, maybe defensively we're we're a little bit ahead just because of personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, special teams is, you know, we we just we're a little bit. We got some areas to work on there. So we're we're probably hovering as a whole team around six or seven. Well, I think we can be. Yeah, I think we have. You know, if we're talking about where our ceiling could be, um, we're just moving a few more pieces around in the puzzle for our for our team. Um, you know, I think we're we're hovering around six or seven for our full potential in all areas, really and truly. Um, been good that we've had, you know, a couple of really good tests. I mean, we had Eagles Land, and they've had some injuries uh, after our game. I've I've heard, and so I don't know how their season's going to go, but they're really still a very quality football team. Great test for us there, and then having to really kind of bounce back going out was a really good testimony to give you know those kind of games give you a picture of what your kids really are, and if you got some areas that are like are not as strong as they need to be, you find out very quickly. So we found some things out in the last couple of weeks, and, and we're going to try to address those and try to make that number get closer to our ceiling. And one of the coolest things in catching up with Coach Stroud, Hannah, when I did Southern Swing, he's the only coach that came to his interview riding a bicycle. <laughs> hey, you got to get that exercise in. Hey, I have it on hand right now as we speak. I mean, it literally, it was dress shirt, tie, Savannah. bicycle. It's Savannah. Yeah. I feel like you go everywhere in a bicycle. Uh, yeah, I, had, I got places to be on campus, man. Got to get there fast. <laughs> so he certainly it. does that. Coach, thanks for hanging out with us and breaking down this rivalry in your season to date so far, and we'll be keeping an eye on this one on Friday night. Thanks for hanging out with us on the show. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Do you think Coach Woodward would have let me go fishing with him? Absolutely. That'd be so fun. He absolutely would. And for I'm you, I'm a good fisherwoman. For you, for you to go, you're you're just you you are a good you're a good fisherman, fisherman, fisherwoman, whatever the proper term is. You fish well. Mm-hmm. You fi- I fish good. You fish good. I fish good, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I bet you that uh, if you tried to keep up with Coach Stroud on a bicycle on that campus. It would be a difficult task. Oh, he would beat me oh, in a bicycle. He, I mean, it was I mean when's those, the last time you've rode a bicycle? Uh, probably when I broke my leg. I don't, Legitimately, can't even when, when I broke my leg a junior year in high school, it's probably the last time I rode a bike. Hmm. And but no, I, I, Mark you know, Mark Stroud comes riding up, and it's this Trek bike too. I mean, it, it's not like this. You know, I didn't one of one of those uh, ten speeds. You know, with <laughs> the curly handles, Picturing like he's running like a. Lo- 
A little bike, like a blue. No, it wasn't, bell a, on wasn't it. a swing with a <laughs> bell on it. But I mean, it literally, it was like one of those trek bikes. You know, it looked like okay. he was ready to do whoop de doos and head head over to Tybee. Like I mean, mountain bike. Yeah, it looked like a mountain wow. bike. It was a trek bike. Intense. It wasn't. It wasn't one of those Tour de France things. Okay. But no, it was. That's a, what I was picturing. No, you just said you were picturing a swing with a bell. <laughs> so, Is that not this like like the ones with the big wheels? It, and the 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 big loop in the back, the big metal loop in the back with the with the high back in the yeah. in the chair. Yeah. See, you're amusing yourself on this show this week. <laughs> I see how this works. Oh, I need to get some caffeine. Well, that's true. Okay. All right. So get to the previewing part. We are going to preview. Yeah. Week five or week six. Sure. Thank Once you. I get some coffee, I'm going to figure out what week we're in. Sure. Milton at North Cobb, John. Yes. This should be this should be a good one. And you are back on the sidelines. I am back on the okay. sidelines for this one. Two and two versus two and two. And uh, Shane Queen has had to figure out how to do things offensively without uh, star quarterback Malachi Singleton, who I think is out for another couple of weeks. Okay. And it was a tough loss for them in overtime. Big win for Northside. Warner Robbins had Chad Allegood on the post game show yes. uh, on the drive back, and that was a. Uh, that was a fun interview. Went to overtime on the road, got the win. So North Cobb at two and two. Milton beating Alpharetta. Uh, Milton was in a tough game for about two and a half quarters, and then put the pedal down third and fourth, and they beat Alpharetta by fifteen. So uh, it'll be it'll be a good one there at uh, at Emory Sewell Field on the campus of North Cobb High School. Friday night, seven thirty, recruiting twenty twenty two at seven on our web game. Warner Robins at Houston County. And Warner Robins, mm-hmm. John. Yeah, Dutchtown. Do we call this the surprise of the week, losing to Dutchtown 14-7? to I think so, but at the same time, when you look at uh, Dutchtown, you get to see, and I had uh, folks that were there, uh, our, our buddy uh, Chaz Dixon was there, and he's, he's texting me and he's DMing me the whole time, and he goes, Dutchtown's defense is for real. I mean, they're 5-0, and oh, so yeah. there has to be something yeah, there. Yeah, Dutchtown's defense is yeah. for real. That was yeah. what he literally, Obviously. Uh, in, like, all caps, you know. It's like, so Chaz was there at the MAC, and he said, yeah, Dutch, keep an eye on Dutchtown. And so I think that that's, it really is going to be an interesting race in that region with Dutchtown, and you've got Warner Robins and Jones County, and that game late in the year is going to be that much more important. But, yeah, Dutchtown is for real. Yeah, no, they are. So I'm keeping their eye on them mm-hmm. and, of course, on Warner Robins to see if they can bounce back against Houston County on Friday. They're one in three. Freedom. Well, but once again, it's the competition. If you're a state if you're a state champ, it's going to be difficult for folks mm-hmm. to want to come and play you. Yeah, I know. And but yeah, and Houston County. I feel Jer- like they did this last year. They had a little rocky spot and then once they got to region well, play, again, it was like this we is, got And this. this is and this is the point that I make to folks about season one mm-hmm. is that this is where when you have coaching turnover, and remember, Jeremy Edwards was yes. the OC at Warner Robins, and now he and two other Warner Robins coaches are now part of the staff at Houston County. You just sort it out here in the in the non-region schedule to get yourself ready for region play. Yeah, and we talked to him about that on the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Okay, staff whip around time. Okay, so staff whip around. You have the information? I have the information. Of course you do. Hey, Lakeside was off. Lakeside we, was off. We did not we did not win or lose. So we're still at three and one. So you're you're three and one. Yeah. Well, Lasseter lost. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-five to three. Uh huh. To Dalton. Yeah. So what does that so make? So I lose the week. Well, so based score based on the score, I personally lost the week. What at a minus thirty-two? We're, 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 Is two that we're doing two. we're doing goal difference now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, I'm just I'm just feeling like a loser today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I lost. 
Commander <laughs> Sandy, are you listening to this? I am. I think poor Hannah. We do need to get her some lunch or something. We need to get her some caffeine and some lunch. And wow, we need to wrap this show up. See, and this is in front of the full staff whip around too. And and a new intern. I'm so sorry. And the intern. I mean, we have. I mean, look, we have Ambassador Jeremy here. I know. We've got the, I know, we have the intern, I know, Jake I'm, the Snake, King James, and Commander Sandy. They're today. all here. I said. You just need caffeine. Feeling <laughs> like a loser today. My performance is not on point. So you give yourself what, a C minus or something? Oh, worse than that. All right. Okay. So we'll move on. Decatur yes. lost 31 14 to South Gwinnett to go one and four. Ryan Lamar's doing really well in his, his season out there at South Gwinnett so far. That's kind of surprising. I didn't realize they were one and four. Graduation. I mean, it's graduation and trying to enter. Once again, we're talking about how you're doing things in your non-region schedule. Decatur's another example of that. Uh, Parkview, go in strong, won 28-21 over St. Pius. No, they, no, they won 38-21. Thank you, John. Ten more points. 38-21 over so St. Pius to go. you're selling Parkview and Coach Godfrey with their win. Well, the three and the two is a little blurry. See what she's doing, it's, it's all a little blurry. Yeah. Central Macon lost 19-26 to Rutland to or go. Or 26-19. Oh, and four. But uh, I'm just I was reading it how Sandy sent it to us. Okay. So she said 19 to 26. So that's that's what I'm reading. Okay. I read what's in front of me, John. <laughs> Darlington won. Hey, we there, got a winner. There, there. Ambassador Jeremy got the win. 41 33 over Northwest Whitfield to go four and oh. Knocks, so Darlington yeah. Parkview are the leaders of the staff whip around mm-hmm. four and oh. Yes. And uh, let's see. So by the way, uh, we have uh, new friends for Hannah. This week, in, adi- in addition to uh, a new friend for the studio, we have new friends for Hannah. That'll make me feel better. And for those who are watching this on YouTube, you're going to see me violate a, a television tenant and duck below the the, uh, the table here. You're always doing that, though, John. Yeah, I know. All right. So, uh, ooh, a... is that a hat? Yeah, it's a hat, and, and it's not just a hat. Okay. Uh, this is from our friends at Lumpkin County. Oh, that is so cool. This is Lumpkin County Indians up there in Delonaga, Heath Webb, off to a great start. And so the, here is... Here Black is, hat. Yeah. With a gold Indian, yeah. and he has purple in his feathers. Yes, yes. and uh, it's, it's a trucker lid. So it's I always like trucker lids these days. And so, awesome. Thank so you. That goes to Hannah. You haven't gotten me a hat before. And, and so does this. Oh, ooh, that looks like a soft shirt. Ooh, gimme, gimme. So, gimme, gimme. Can I put this on? Yeah, you right can put it, you can put it on right now. It's, it's perfectly <laughs> it's fine. Like a blanket. Yeah, so right there. Very large. Lumpkin, it's an extra large, by the way. This is so soft. Okay, it's purple. Purple with the LC on the front. Uh-huh. And nothing and, on the back. Yeah, because. So this it, is awesome. Yes, Thank you. This yes. is one of those really soft ones. This is like the Jefferson shirt that I wear all the time. See? Yes, this and is so, my new favorite one. And so our friends at Lumpkin County have uh, have and up in Dahlonega have really helped Hannah out with her wardrobe again yes, for another week. Yes, I started a new drawer for everyone concerned. As you should have. I have a new football t-shirt. As you should have. Jordan. Hey, I'm wearing our new um, Football Fridays in Georgia t-shirt this yeah, would, year. Would you like to uh, model it from behind the, uh, and get away from the microphone so folks can actually see? There you go. It's uh. It's Georgia. It's the state of Georgia. Okay. There we go. As a field. There you go. And then it's got our logo over it. So. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. It's a t-shirt day. Yes, it definitely is a t-shirt day. It is. Is there anything else on your mind before we go? All right. Let's go. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> okay, fine. We'll just go. So for Jake the Snake, for Commander Sandy, for Ambassador Jeremy, for our intern whose name I need to know, and for King James, I think that's everybody, isn't it? Well, what's the intern's name? So, an intern, Evelyn. Thank you.
See, there we go. So, so intern Evelyn, and for Hannah, who's in dire need of caffeine, I'm just John. Uh, be sure once again, recruiting 2022. Friday night, 7 o'clock on GPB, gpb.org, and the GPB Sports app. Football Fridays in Georgia at 7.30. You can watch both games on gpb.org. Milton and North Cobb, that is our number one game on GPB TV at 7.30. Kickoff about 7.36 or so, and we'll keep you up to date with everything going on in the evening because when the game is over, it's not over. we got the post-game show after that. Brought to you by our friends at Buckle Up Georgia. So for everybody here behind the glass who's going to go run out and get Hannah caffeine, play it safe, everybody. Enjoy your games. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.